Hey, welcome to your AFN Interleague Eagle Morning Show, serving America's best. I'm senior airman Kimberly O'Brien. This hour, we're going to talk about three incredible women with not one, but at least two things in common, and that's their passions. The women I want to talk about uh, have a passion for both acting and science. Now, these are two career fields that I didn't think would uh, go well together or have a merger or anything, but they make it work. We'll also hear some fabulous music by artists such as Ariana Grande, Incubus, and LP, just to name a few. And of course, I'll have your weather up next, so stick around. This is my heartbeat song. And now, episode nine, the weather forecast. So today is Tuesday, June 6th. It is currently 7.14 this morning. Looking real nice outside. Uh, it's about 72 degrees outside right now. So today we're going to see a high of 87 and a low of 65. It's going to be just a little cloudy, but nothing too bad. Tomorrow we're looking at a high of 89 with a low of 65, and it's going to be nice and sunny. And then Thursday, we're going to see a high of 98, so it's getting warm out there. Remember to stay hydrated and, you know, bring sunscreen and whatnot. Uh, and we're going to see a low of 67 on Thursday. Once again, going to be sunny. So Hedy Lamarr starred in many movies in her time, such as 1933's Ecstasy, 1941's Zigfield Girl, and 1949's Samson and Delilah, but she wasn't just a beautiful movie star. According to a play, Frequency Hopping, she was also a shrewd inventor who devised a signal technology that millions of people use every day. Lamar, born Hedwig Eva Maria Kiesler in Austria in 1914, developed a passion for helping the U.S. military after walking away from an unhappy marriage to an Austrian fascist weapon, uh, weapons manufacturer in the military after, um, in 1937. So in an attempt to stall her acting career, he had brought her to his business meetings where she found herself continuously listening to men argue anti-aircraft this and uh, vacuum tube that in the meetings they had talked about developing detection devices to listen to and jam the radio signals that american aircraft and weapons used to communicate with one another and lamar wanted to foil their plans yeah all right so lamar realized that by transmitting radio signals along rapidly changing or hopping frequencies american radio guided weapons would be far more resilient to detection and jamming in 1940, after working on the project for several years, Lamar called on an invention partner, avant-garde composer George Anthiel, who is 13 years her senior. Uh, frequency hopping, uh, you know, they worked on frequency hopping, spread spectrum, and it's based on a, a musical concept. Lamar's character in the play explains that the frequencies are carried in waves through space, like melodies. The technology was far ahead of its time, and although her ideas were at first ignored, the technology which she and Anthiel patented in 1942, good on you, uh, was later used by the military during the Cuban Missile Crisis, for example, and more recently, it's been employed in wireless technologies like cell phones. Uh, it was eventually recognized in 1997 when the Electronic Frontier Foundation honored Lamar with a special Pioneer Award, and she became the first woman to receive the Invention Convention's Bulby Nass Spirit of Achievement Award, and that's how one of the best-known actresses of the mid-20th century 
revolutionized war uh, weapon systems and uh, helped create cell phones. So as airmen, we're also encouraged to do such amazing things. So to pursue our dreams while elevating ourselves in the educational world. And if you're looking for advice on where to start, call the Education Center at 676-3211. Don't go anywhere because coming up, I've got a big name actress slash scientist for you. For all that time that... Hello and welcome back to your AFN Angelic Eagle Morning Show, serving America's best. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, and it is currently 7.37. This nice, nice, little dark, little not so dark morning. <laughs> uh, I'm senior airman Kimberly O'Brien, and this hour we're talking about amazing actresses who are also amazing scientists. So Natalie Portman, she's an Oscar winner, but she's not, or she's also a precocious scientist, not just a pretty face, you know. Uh, so the Intel Science Talent Search is considered the nation's most elite and demanding high school research competition, attracting the creme de la crop of aspiring young scientists. Victors and near victors uh, in the 70-year-old contest have gone on to win I can speak, <laughs> seven Nobel Prizes in physics or chemistry, two Fields Medals in mathematics, a half dozen national medals in science and technology, a long string of MacArthur Foundation genius grants, and now an Academy Award for the Best Actress for a Leading Role. And that was to Miss Natalie Portman. So for those of you uh, who know how grueling it can be to put together a prize-worthy project and devote hundreds of hours of free time at night on weekends during spring break, break and summer vacation doing real original scientific research while uh, you know one's friends are busy adolescing, the achievement is testimony enough to Miss Portman's self-discipline and drive and uh, she made it to the semifinals of this intense competition. Yet there's more. So while carrying out her investigation into a new environmentally friendly method of converting waste into useful forms of energy and, man and maintaining a straight A average, she's may uh, she okay, you would think I haven't had coffee this morning. I actually have. I'll get it together, all right? Stick with me here. So uh, she maintained a straight A average, uh, you know, since grade school, and she's all she was already a rising star at this point. She'd been in films directed by Woody Allen, Tim Burton, Luke Besson, appeared opposite Julia Roberts, Jack Nicholson, Matt Dillon, Uma Thurman, Drew Barrymore, and so many more. She took on the major role of Queen Amidala in the Star Wars prequel trilogy that rocked her to international fame. And then she went on to Harvard University to study neuroscience and the evolution of the mind. So if you want to learn some cool new things, the Titan U 39 Things classes are a great place to start. Today, there's actually a projects management class in the 39th Med Group Courtyard from noon to one in the afternoon. And uh, then from four until five in the afternoon today, there's an assignment process class at the Community Center Conference Room. For more information on up upcoming classes, check out the happenings or go to 39fss.com. And don't go anywhere, because I've got one more inspirational woman to tell you all about. Begging, 
so you might remember her as the title character from NBC's Blossom or recognize her as brainy Amy Farrah Fowler on the CBS hit comedy The Big Bang Theory. Mayim Balik has made a name for herself in the entertainment business, but she's also had a lesser known career in a similar field as her Big Bang Theory character, and that's neuroscience. Balik is now 41 and attends Comic-Cons, and she studied neuroscience at the University of California, Los Angeles. She's also written a book about parenting based on the science of hormones involved in child-parent bonding. She said, you know, it's not that you need a neuroscience degree to be a good parent, but my reflections on parenting are absolutely informed by my understandings of the hormones of attachment, which were the subject of my thesis. So the daughter of teachers and the granddaughter of European immigrants, Mayim also was studious as a teenager and always knew she wanted to go to college, even while on Blossom. So she basically walked off the television studio and onto the UCLA campus. She earned an undergraduate degree in neuroscience and Hebrew and Jewish studies before moving on to advanced studies. Frat guys would make silly comments sometimes because of her former TV life but generally her science classmates seemed to mostly keep their noses in their books. Her PhD research at UCLA focused on obsessive compulsive disorder among people with Prader-Willi syndrome, a rare condition in which the hypothalamus, an extremely important region of the brain, malfunctions. The hypothalamus secretes the hormones oxytocin and vasopressin. Her research on these hormones, which are critical to the mother-child bond, helped her understand biological mechanisms involved in parenting. As if it's not enough to be a mom and an actress on a popular sitcom, Mayim designed a neuroscience curriculum for homeschooled middle schoolers. She taught 10 lucky kids all about the brain, everything from the brain's structure to the spinal cord and how the senses work. In addition to the idea of early heavy hitters of neuropsychology like Sigmund Freund and uh, Ivan Pavlov, Sometimes writers and producers on The Big Bang Theory ask Mayhem questions related to her character's neuroscience background, although the show also has a physics consultant who provides notes on scientific accuracy too. So that's all I've got time for this hour, but stay tuned because the next hour we're going to be sitting down with IG for some great information.